Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting on December 15th, 2019 from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica. And today we have a lovely Jupiter trine Uranus aspect, which is uh, Jupiter in the sign of Capricorn, early Capricorn, with Uranus in the sign of uh, Taurus. So we have a lot of Earth energy, and they're working together. And I had mentioned this last week when we did the podcast and talked about how we are experiencing some good supportive energy uh, from Jupiter at the moment as it enters Capricorn. It's been in Capricorn for nearly two weeks. And it's a really good uh, supportive force towards innovation, towards creativity, towards uh, this Uranus and Taurus that is unfamiliar too many of us because it's a very innovative electric planet in a very grounded earth sign so jupiter is livening that energy up a little bit jupiter is opening doors jupiter is making us more aware and conscious it's a great time to start sort of a new consciousness uh, program with whether it's meditation whether it's something in the consciousness field whether you attend a retreat or, or you do something uh, that's going to benefit your mind and your well-being, this is a really good time to start that. And they are really just in the very early stages of their Earth signs. Um, Jupiter is only at two degrees of Capricorn and Uranus is only at two degrees of Taurus because it's in retrograde and it will go direct early in the new year. So uh, that is the way we're starting the week. Um, and... You know, with Jupiter, uh, it's it's always something that is um, expansive. So if you're doing something already in the consciousness field, you may want to take it to the next level. If you're doing something in the business world, because they are both in Earth signs, then perhaps you would like to take that to the next level. But it's a it's an interesting energy, and it's a supportive energy. A trine, which is 120 degrees between two planets, and it's actually very positive. So I like the fact that we're getting some good positive energy happening right now, um, as we are now officially in the eclipse season, which started with the full moon last Thursday. So ah, last week was crazy. Last week had a lot of intense energy. Um, we had the Venus Saturn on Wednesday, then we had the Venus Pluto on Friday, and in between, Venus was sort of besieged between Saturn and Pluto, wedged in between those two planets, and the full moon was Thursday. So there was a lot of intense, fast-moving energy, and uh, it's interesting because when I experienced the Venus Saturn that day, it wasn't typically Venus Saturn for me. It was uh, just a lot of work. <laughs> And maybe you could consider that, you know, it's only Capricorn, it's a lot of work, but it was it was not anything uh, that was sharp or pointy that affected my life. It was just a lot of work, a lot of busy, a lot of not getting up from the desk, a lot of just plowing on through everything. And that's uh, one of the energies of Capricorn is really to stand up, plow through it, get through it, get it done, get the job done, and just keep moving and do a good job. Don't do a sloppy job, do a good job. But, you know, Venus and Saturn are generally, you know, a little more relationship, emotional, 
than your, you know, when they get together like this in the same place as a conjunction. But really, it it felt to me like it was more about work. And, you know, Venus was, it was creative work, it was good work, it was healing work that I was doing with people. But, and there were a lot of people that day. But I really felt like it was just just a lot to do but there was a lot to do and you know and then there were still more to do even after there was a lot to do and it was just kind of exhausting so um I felt like we we are moving into a time of a lot of intense energies moving into our field and if you are in situations that are already um heightened emotion then you're going to start feeling situations um things picking up energies picking up um escalating uh just everything taking being taken up a notch so you know the good news is with capricorn we all know how to work hard so that's the way to do it you know i don't feel like this is a vacation time i feel like this is a work time and you know, with the full moon, it was in Gemini and Sag. And I know I heard from some Gemini Sag people that, you know, they didn't expect it to be so intense and, and all. But that's what happens sometimes when there's a full moon. And if it, like I said, it, it opened the eclipse period. So it's the door swung open, the eclipse period's happening. It's not an eclipse yet. But we're revving up to that, and so it's kicking it in. So we have to just be aware of those things. And I did some explaining to some people last week that I saw socially about how how we are opening up the door to this eclipse period and how the energy is, you know, it's a little frenetic at the time. Now, the eclipse, the first eclipse is the 26th of December, which is the day after Christmas, and it is a very... Um, profound eclipse because it's going to be with Jupiter close to the south node. So we're always releasing with the south node, um, Jupiter's abundance. So we'll talk more about that next week. Um, and in the meantime, we have this week, which is the 16th, starting tomorrow through you know the 22nd. And we are now starting to feel the energies shift and change. So uh, what's happening right now is that we are gearing up for the for the eclipse and for the Saturn Pluto and for the second eclipse, which includes Saturn Pluto, and Jupiter is getting closer and closer to the South Node, and Jupiter is the planet of abundance, and you know we like Jupiter. Jupiter's our friend, and even though it's in a place such as Capricorn where it's not entirely used to being it likes its freedom and its wild fires in in uh, fiery energy in Sagittarius it's being dampened and curbed by the energy of Capricorn so that's not typical of Jupiter it likes a little more freedom and and openness the open road you know and even though it's exalted in Cancer where it can be open and it's sort of the open ocean <laughs> but Capricorn is very structured and Jupiter is not a structured planet so this is we're moving into uh, you know a, a time a, a year of this but I actually don't feel that it is complicated or difficult what I actually feel is that it's enhancing the Saturn Pluto and it's making us aware of where we are taking our mastery energy and where we are taking our focused, committed energy and how we are needing, needing to 
remain focused and change things up where we need to, where, where Jupiter's affording us the space in Capricorn to change things up. Saturn and, and Pluto can be a little rigid, especially Saturn, can be a little rigid there. And Jupiter's coming in and saying, hey, you know what, let's, let's change this up. Um, let's break some old habits. And Jupiter at the south node where it's going and where it's going to be exact on January 8th, Jupiter going to the south node is, is uh, expansive. It can come out in a variety of ways. It's expansive in that we are looking at where we are having old habits die hard and where we might overindulge and where we might be possibly um, extravagant and what we really need to do as far as how this uh, energy is going to present itself in these next few weeks and months. And Jupiter isn't going to do what Saturn did. Saturn stayed at the south node. They met three times. Jupiter's not going to do that. Jupiter's going to pass it. It's They're going to meet up. It'll be there during the second eclipse. It'll get through January. And then it's going to keep moving and moving and moving because it's going to go greet Pluto. And the south node is going to keep moving in the opposite direction because it's going to move back into, it's going to change signs. And so we're still at the end of, you know, the, the south node being in Capricorn and the north node being in Cancer. So Jupiter is giving us, you got to think of it as perspective, because Jupiter is, again, the open road, the open vision, the open scene. What, what are you seeing with Jupiter at the south node? Are you watching yourself fall into old habits of overindulgence? Are you eating too much chocolate? Are you sleeping too late? Are you staying up too late? <laughs> Are you staying out too late? <laughs> now, there's nothing wrong with going out and celebrating once in a while. Um, but, you know, you have to be, it's still Capricorn. We still have to be focused. We still have to be grounded. We still have to work hard. Um, where we are seeing this Jupiterian energy is, you know, a reminder of what, you know, Saturn was helping us do. Maybe you uh, narrowed your path a little bit. Maybe you lost weight, you went on a diet or something, and Saturn helped you work that out. Don't let Jupiter spoil it. Don't let Jupiter come in and replace all the old habits that you stood up to. Don't let it replace it with new ones. <laughs> Don't let it bring back the old things. You have to stay very focused on, you know, your, your commitment that you've made to yourself and remind yourself that you are committed to a certain course of action right now and that is going towards your mastery we're not trying to slack we've got to do the best we can jupiter has now stepped up the game remember that it's now joined saturn and pluto and we have to step it up and we can't slack off with the south node and sort of skate by the way we might have in the past can't do that so that's just something to be aware of as jupiter gets closer and closer to the south node don't gain the weight back. Don't uh, slack off on your work. If you were employee of the month, <laughs> you want to go get that again. Just be just be aware of how you're using this energy. Um, so in the meantime, Venus is ending her trip through Capricorn because on Friday the twentieth, which is Friday already, and if you can believe it, we are we are really approaching the end of the year. We have a little more than two weeks left to this year 
and technically the decade. We're, we're leaving the decade of 2010 to 2019, and we're going into 2020. But Venus is leaving Capricorn. Venus will join, uh, join the sign of Aquarius on Friday in the wee hours of the morning Eastern time. And so this is where Venus gets eclectic. Venus is not... Um, uh, a typical in Aquarius. It's not, it's not in detriment or fall in Aquarius, but it's leaving Capricorn where it's very sturdy and where it's met Saturn and Pluto. And it's going into the sign of the water bearer, which is intellectual, innovative, um, and, you know, friendship oriented. So these are the types, so if you have Venus in Aquarius, uh, these are the types of relationships where you want to be friends with the lover. Um, you want to make new friends. You want to be uh, on the same page with someone you're friends with. You want to be sure that you are in uh, good good standing with your friends, and you want to reach back for your friends and see how they're doing. And and uh, but it's about friendship and group and community, and how lovely that can be when Venus joins Aquarius and Venus enters Aquarius, and Venus will be there the rest of the year, the rest of the decade, and then it won't leave until next month, January. So we have all these festive holiday uh, celebrations that we're going to have with Venus and Aquarius. So it's a good time to join with friends. It's a good time to join with the community, the group. It's it's all good for that. Um, and so that's actually very lovely. It's not like it's in some dark sign or some place where it doesn't belong. It's just going to sort of make things maybe a little more intellectually stimulating, which can be very pleasant and lovely. Um, the other thing that's happening is that the sun is going to finish up its journey in Sagittarius, and it's going to go into Capricorn on the 21st, which is next Saturday. And that is the winter solstice. Of course it is. So... If you live above the equator, you are looking at the the shortest day of the year. And where I live in Costa Rica, it is the even day of the year because we're closer to the equator. And so it's, the sun goes into Capricorn 11.20 p.m. that night uh, in New York. It'll be 10.20 p.m. here. And what happens is that... Um, the sun will go into Capricorn and uh, it will be that, that short, short day where it gets dark really early in the north. And then wherever you are, you can watch the days start to get longer and longer, especially you'll start to notice them around the end of the year, around the 31st or the 1st of the year. You won't see it so much uh, the next day, but every day it'll be a minute lighter. So, and here it's just, it'll be even, it'll be the exact amount of time, daylight as it is uh, nighttime, dark. And actually it doesn't ever really look terribly different from that, but I think it varies like between a half an hour to an hour at different times of the year here. So that is one of the one of the things we look forward to in the winter solstice. Um, it is when the sun is at zero degrees Capricorn, which is the cardinal axis. It is a profound um, place to be in the zodiac, zero degrees Capricorn. So, and this is because the cardinal axis relates to the world axis, or how we relate to 
you know, collective events. So it is, it does govern collective events. If you have planets at zero degrees cardinal, zero degrees Capricorn, Aries, Libra, or Cancer, you often rub shoulders with celebrities, or maybe you are a celebrity. And this is actually something um, that we look for in people's charts or where they're going to have points of fame or when, when they have uh, there are certain points that are on the cardinal axis. 15 degrees of fixed is another one. You know, so if you're like 15 degrees Taurus or something, that's when things get to the cardinal axis, you know, in that sign. Um, and so these are, these are points that we see in people's charts to see if they are, you know, dealing with collective energies or dealing with, um, you know, rubbing shoulders with uh, celebrities or people who have you know, famous names or have done something. Now, so that's that's the cardinal axis. It also means the world axis things might happen in the world when things hit the cardinal axis. Now, next Saturday, we don't have an eclipse. We have it on the 26th, so, but we're getting revved up. We're getting close to that. And remember that eclipses always bring things to the table. And so in these weeks, in these weeks ahead, please, please, Keep your head, keep focused, keep your feet on the ground, most importantly, because we're dealing with Capricorn energies. We're not dealing with lofty energies. We're dealing with Capricorn. One of the things that we really want to be aware of is how the other planets are going to be interplaying with the eclipses as we get close to them and um, and what other things are going to be in, in aspect at that time. You know, once the sun is moving into Capricorn, it's going to start connecting with all the same planets that Venus just connected with uh, through the journey of Capricorn. So as Venus is saying goodbye to Capricorn and going into Aquarius, the sun is saying hello to Capricorn. And remember that, you know, we have to, we're we're not getting off easy here. (laughs) Venus will then be ruled by Uranus. And Uranus is ruled by Venus because it's in Taurus. So that is mutual reception. So there is a lot of electric energy going on while Venus will be in Aquarius. So there's there's electricity in the air. And Venus is going to square Uranus next Sunday, which is Hanukkah. Um, Venus is going to square Uranus. And that's lots more of electric energy. You know, friendships, new friendships, innovative ideas, innovative creativity, um, tapping into one's innovations when one is being creative so so be aware of that and just be just be aware of the venus uranus energy you'll see it you'll feel it get sparkly and electric and glittery on friday and pay attention make notes what does it mean for you what does it do for you how does that play out in your life and do you have planets in those places in the early parts of fixed signs that are getting you know, zapped by Venus and Uranus. And is it, is it exciting? Is it fun? Is it tickling you? Or is it, you know, giving you a headache? <laughs> um, try to enjoy it. It's Venus. It's holiday time. But in the meantime, also Mars is still in Scorpio, where it will be for the rest of the year. It ends very, very close to the beginning of the year. It goes into Sagittarius. So, um, but it's, presiding in its sign. It's holding court there because Mars rules Scorpio or co-rules Scorpio with Pluto. And um, 
it's going to make a very nice aspect to Saturn on Thursday, the 19th. So it's going to speak to Saturn sweetly, which is good because Mars and Saturn, we don't like to have them agitating each other. Um, it's good that it's going to talk to Saturn. We'll get things done, really get things accomplished with Mars and Saturn together, doing like helping us get things done. And then, of course, where Saturn goes, Pluto goes. So Mars will sextile Saturn nicely on Thursday, and then Mars will speak to Pluto in the same way on Sunday, the 22nd. And it's amazing. It's it's really a good time to like progress and get things done. So if you've got your year-end projects, if you've got, you've got your last-minute Christmas shopping, you've got your, you know, organized lists for what you need to do to cook dinner on Christmas, well then I think, you know, you'll, you'll get things done. These are, these are very good things. And Venus and Uranus will square at around the same time. They're an hour and apart on Sunday the 22nd from Mars sextiling Pluto. So when Mars talks to Pluto, they have good things to say to each other because they are uh, in, well, when they're in this nice aspect, uh, they are similar forces and Mars is in Pluto's sign. So they're, they're kind of, you know, having a good conversation it's it's an interesting thing because venus and uranus are in this mutual reception and mars is exalted in capricorn which is where pluto is so it makes that aspect to saturn and then to pluto it's it's really speaking to the capricornian energy of focus and commitment and um integrity and i've been talking a lot about integrity lately and i i feel very strongly that um you know, we have to pay attention to that. We've got, we've got to keep our integrity intact. And even if someone crosses our path and they basically get us off the integrity path, which can happen with Jupiter on the south node, we want to be certain. We want to be certain that we don't, um, lose our true north with that. You know, people can come along and help us overindulge and then, you know, you've got to you've got to keep that integrity intact you know saturn to the south node was a test and so is jupiter to the south node we can't just relax and you know party <laughs> it's capricorn um and what else is happening this week mercury is going to speak to neptune on thursday the same day that mars speaks to saturn mercury has a square to neptune because Mercury's in Sag, and Mercury is going to be finishing Sag uh, after Christmas. It's not staying very long in Sag, but in the meantime, it's going to have a conversation with Neptune, and it's going to have this, uh, you know, uh, Mercury-Neptune conjunction uh, or square or contact is really what I want to say is is a very lovely, um, intuitive psychic aspect. But it's also an aspect we have to be careful we're not being deluded or, or, you know, in any way. We have to be sure that we are doing the right focus and um, keeping our, uh, our heart and our mind open. This is really for, to have an open mind. Really have an open mind. And, you know, the open mind is what we, what we look for with Neptune. Don't, don't shut the door on something just because it sounds a little off like oh i don't believe in that it's about beliefs mercury's in sag neptune's in pisces this is about your beliefs this is about what you believe in where you can focus your beliefs how you believe in things and if you really want to change your beliefs and that's a big deal changing your beliefs is really a big deal 
Why? Well, first of all, think about your beliefs. If Mercury's squaring Neptune, your, your beliefs are going to get challenged and or you're going to look at them and things will be revealed about your beliefs that maybe you didn't know. And Mercury squaring Neptune is saying, okay, do you want to continue believing this? Or do you want to change your beliefs? Do you want to still believe in maybe something philosophical? Did, did your parents give you that? Did your school give you that? What gave you that? And you don't have to. It's up to you. You control that. So what is it that you want to use as your belief system? Is it something definitively um, focused? Or is it something a little more loose? Are you very hard with your beliefs? Like, nope, nothing's going to change my mind. These are very mutable areas of the zodiac, Sagittarius and Pisces. And, uh, you know, this is, if you want to change up your beliefs, this is the time to do it. First, you want to examine them. You want to ask what they are. You want to see what they are. And then, then you want to decide what's staying and what's going. Um, I have been working with people on their beliefs lately. Um, I have a holographic system and I work with people um, in their, their holographic field. And when I discuss beliefs with them, it's amazing what comes up when we sort of scan their field for what they really believe in. And there are things that we don't realize are so embedded in our subconscious and we believe in them. And it's like the I don't deserves and the I have to do this or I don't have to do that or etc. etc. It is amazing to see what comes up when you start to look at your beliefs and see what your subconscious beliefs are, are, are and what, how they're affecting your life because your beliefs really do affect your lives. And it's so important to listen to that, to listen to yourself talk about your beliefs and to examine them. So we get to do that this week with Mercury squaring Neptune. And so very, very important. Um, well, what else? The moon is in Leo. Today, tomorrow, it goes void at 5, 10 p.m. tomorrow on the, um, on, on the East Coast. And it stays void from tomorrow evening all the way to 2.16 a.m. Tuesday morning, the 17th, where it goes into Virgo. And then we're going to start seeing some, like, nice aspects between, you know, uh, Venus, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Virgo and Uranus and Capricorn and Jupiter. And so there's going to be this nice grand trine on Tuesday with the moon in Virgo. And it's going to trine... Uranus, and it's going to trine Jupiter. So we're going to have, we get the, this is a really productive week. We're going to get things done. And that's a grand trine in Earth, which really helps us get things done. And it's, you know, the moon in Virgo is like tidy and organized and wants to keep keep working. So that's that's actually very good. The moon continues in Virgo, passes those two planets on Wednesday the 18th, and it's going to then trine Saturn and Pluto. So we've got some good Earth energy, lots of Earth energy, not a whole lot of air right now um, until Venus goes into Aquarius at the end of the week. But really a lot of earth energy a lot of earth energy so it's practical it's focused it's you know manifestation manifestation what do you want to manifest make your decisions about that um and then 
It goes into void on the 19th at 3.07 a.m. Eastern Time. And a couple hours later comes out and goes into Libra. Stays in Libra all day Thursday, Friday, and is void for a short amount of time Saturday morning Eastern Time from 6.45 to 7.57. Void until it goes into Scorpio. Moon goes into Scorpio and spends the weekend in Scorpio. And it's pretty much... There's, there's not a lot of interruptive voids in the next week the, except for you know tomorrow when it voids at five in the afternoon if you're on the east coast anyway it depends on where you live and um, you know there's short voids because the sun is late in capricorn i'm, I'm sorry sagittarius is going into capricorn and venus has been late in capricorn so with planets late in signs they are very much about uh, the, con making context to the moon and therefore the moon's voids are very short because the moon is still talking to planets until it reaches the end of a sign. And really, uh, the moon in Scorpio on s next Sunday is going to sort of be part of that Mars-Pluto con uh, connection, that sextile. So a lot of deep, powerful energy next Sunday. So that is about it for the week. And it's going to be, the next week is going to be really exciting with the eclipse, with Christmas, if you, if you celebrate Christmas, with the sun going to Jupiter and um, sun trining Uranus. So there's, you know, the sun will be in that earthy place and like helping us uh, get through, get through all this eclipse energy and and being our guiding light as it always is my name is deb mcbride i am uh, available for sessions if you would like a session uh, you can come to my website thegoldenastrologer.com and sign up for a session with me you can sign my mailing list while you're there you can visit me on twitter at the goal uh, at deb astrology whereas instagram it's the golden astrologer i write a blog it will be up in on my website if you visit and I invite you to listen to back episodes of the podcast which are also on my website thegoldenastrologer.com I wish you a good evening a good weekend what's left of it and a good week ahead thank you so much for listening in much gratitude I will see you next week